Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. We're going to go game by game, and we can't read all the chat, but you give us your pick while we give us, we give you your, our picks, all right? Now, Garrett, you're a part of this too, correct? All right. And the first game that we pick, Utah hosting UCLA. Craig, did you want to change your pick? Man, I'm waffling over no, here. I'm going to give you time. I think yeah. it's fair, Paul, don't you think? Yeah. You can just walk over I'll, there. And, I'll walk over there yeah, and change yeah, like, it. It's like, like it's, Vanna a fun, White. It's, a, it's a fun game. Even though this is not live, we're going to have to take a different picture, but I can do that and send that to, okay. to Garrett. But, Gosh, right. I, am, I am torn. Yeah, I think i, I got to go with Utah with Cam Rising okay. coming back. All right, so I have to. There we are. Watch this. Yeah. Is this going to change on the air? Okay, Garrett will go back to the screen. Yeah, I mean, the Cam Rising news is different. They're talking about a point and a half. On I mean, the I love spread. what Dante Moore is doing early on for the Bruins. And, uh, you know, Chip Kelly is obviously a mastermind. Uh, I think this will be a really fun game. And that's why I'm torn is because I'm a believer in UCLA, like being able to be kind of chaotic and, and cause some frustrations. But, I mean, it's, it's in Salt Lake. It's... Uh, it's Cam Rising coming back. I just I, I have to change that pick, knowing that he's right. coming well, back. Well, I yeah. think I think this is uh, this is fair, Garrett. Do you not think it's fair? You want to not? Change? I'll change it back if, if there's yeah. a protest. Garrett, you want to change your pick? I do not. I, I'm sticking with mine uh, because my reasoning is I love that Cam Rising is back, but I know they have a lot of other injuries, especially on the defense, yeah. and I think Dante Moore yeah. and that offense can expose them a little bit. Yeah. All right, you're a hater. That's okay. No, yeah, I think he might be right. I'm, no. I'm already. You want to change it again? No, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to keep waffling. Oh, that, that is amazing. You could just go over there like Vanna White and flip yeah, it I do. around. We, um, yeah, we need to get a camera over here so I can maybe – next week we'll see if I can just do this in real time. I think like we, we ought to leave it show. blank, and as we pick, you pop it. Oh, yeah, I do that on my show anyway. Right, so, right. yeah, we'll, so, we'll okay, do Okay, all of us except for Garrett picking the Utah Utes. All right, so there we are with that. Now, UCLA upends Utah from UT Parking. Rich Boone, UCLA. Paxton, UCLA. <laughs> yeah. Scotty and S. Michael, Utah. I think it is. Uh, Split. I mean, uh, yeah. Here's a lot of Utah. There's a lot of UCLA. I know I'm going reg- I'm, I'm to feel so stupid, but I'm not going to change back and change back and change back and do all that. Yeah. But, yeah, the Cam Rising news does change it for me. But, but prior to that, I was, I was all in on Dante Moore and UCLA. And you know what? I would not be shocked at all if they go ahead and still win this game. But what a huge game that would be to, to roll into Utah and, and get a W. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. And, uh, some separation starting to occur in the Pac-12 this week uh, in that race that should be fantastic because of all the, the talented teams they have. A little, little concern here, sir. Blah, blah, blah. Vanna White had a beautiful blue dress on a few days ago. You a know, fine one for Paul. That's fine. Y- you know what? Listen, I don't you know wanna, if it would you be wanna, beautiful. Start wearing a It'd dress? be more of a moo-moo based on my build, but yeah. <laughs> Shady, more of a cerulean guy or a navy yeah, uh, yeah. blue type? What's a moo-moo? Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Well, there so. you go. All right, so we all have our picks. Garrett's going... Straight I, up, there's a chance Garrett takes a pop from us. Yeah. Speaking of that, I am terrified that I mentioned that. What uh, the hell is Emery leading this thing, by the way? 
Oh, he Emery. Emery. But I think he's like in the. He's Wait. in the desert. He's you know he's, he's getting deep yeah. into the the numbers and the he, odds. Is he and a all degenerate gambler? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I, think I just think he's 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 pretty good know, looking into it and uh, yeah. you know making wise decisions. All right, now here is you don't pick against a couple of schools most of the time. Alabama's one. Ohio State is probably one, but. There's a lot of rumble. We don't know. Who is Alabama? Ohio, at least you kind of know who Ole Miss is. I don't know what's going on with Judkins, the, the running back. Is he going to play? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I don't think it, it's probably a game-time decision, too. Right. Well, they but have a bunch of guys. I'm, I'm going to take Ole Miss for this reason. I think Alabama's a bit of a mess offensively, not just at quarterback right now, kind of all over the place. I know it's at home. I know it's Nick Saban. I just think that they don't have enough offense to get – That they're just not – there's just not a classic Alabama team right now. And they can probably fix a lot of things faster in one week than most people can. But they have not looked good the last two weeks. I don't think that starts now. I think Ole Miss gets them. It's probably closer than a lot of Ole Miss fans would like. But I think they roll into Bryant-Denny and get the win. Paxton, Saban's pissed off. Uh, Rich said Ole Miss 31-28. So there we are. Craig, you, uh, you're also – everyone, I, I picked Alabama. I just can't imagine – I can't imagine. I understand they're not the same, or at least they have weaknesses. But I think that Saban with the Milrow decision is, damn it, this is what we're going to do. But I don't still trust whether their defense is going to create things like we're used to seeing, including sacks, et cetera. And, but I'm still taking Bama. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that. And, look, I had a really hard time deciding all these games. I clearly went a different direction nearly across the board than everybody. Um, and uh, that's probably why I'm in last bite. Although I, I caught, I made up some ground last week, had a much better week three. But um, I, I think I've been influenced by the media coverage this week <laughs> um, and just the, the constant battering of Bama's down and this and that. And I think mostly, though, I've been influenced by the confidence emanating from Lane Kiffin and company. Like, I don't. I know there's mind games, and I know even if you're down, maybe you're pretending that you're not. Like, there's definitely a mind game thing going on here, but I think Ole Miss is confident for a reason. Um, the Judkins thing does worry me. I just looked, and I haven't seen any update. That was like four days ago when they announced that he was doubtful, so I'm sure they're keeping that pretty close to the vest, or I've just missed it. Uh, I'm not a believer in the downfall of Alabama, but I do think Ole Miss has the better options at quarterback, and uh, I do think that Kiffin's confident for a reason. Um, I'm not fully confident in this because I know what you're talking about with the Alabama and just like yeah. being, yeah. I mean, I totally get that, but, uh, it does seem like there's some, some things in the air that, that makes, you know, the old Miss talk legitimate. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm buying into it for at least this week, but, uh, man, not often I'll, I'll ever pick against Alabama. Alabama was still really good last year with the two close losses, what LSU and then, uh, what was it? Um, is it Tennessee? They beat Ole Miss last year 30-24, so this, it was competitive. Yeah, I expect a competitive uh, game either way. And, sure. and Ole Miss has got some dudes now. I'm going to take out here. I, you, There's a time. Now, probably now after this, if they were to fall to Ole Miss, that may be a couple other games. I say, okay, no, I just am one of those, but they don't look the same. Okay, so Craig and Paul and Garrett have Ole Miss, but Emory, it's pretty good. I'm on Emory's side here with Alabama. This is and this is a season. I said this the other day. I may have been a little hyperbolic when I said it, but if you look at who they're playing, at least at quarterback, 
You cannot make a definitive argument that they're going to have the better quarterback in the next no, seven games. No, you're right. You can, you can make an argument on some of them, but you can't make – like when they play LSU, they will not have the better quarterback. Right. When, they, when they play um, – when they play, I think they play Tennessee this year. I mean, that's one where you're up oh, for debate. So, no, yeah. You know, but know. like those games are up for debate, but there are some where you can be like, well, you know. Are they, is their quarterback better than KJ Jefferson? Almost like they're okay. mirror images of is, each other? Is, would you rather, play? if you ask Nick Saban right now, if you, you fill them full of true serum and put them on the lie detector, and you said, would you rather have Connor Wigman right now or Jalen Milrow? I, don't, I bet you you would take Connor Wigman. Maybe more of the workman like mechanical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right, so there we go with that. Throwing the ball, not just like 65 yards or nothing, basically, yeah. So then this one here, which I hope is the highest-rated game it won't be, but I hope it is, and God bless both Washington State and Oregon State for living up uh, to, like, they're angry. And then they they don't like each other anyway. So across the board, well, what a great logo. The Beaver, where is uh, Clint Moses on the chat room here? We're all picking Oregon State. However, Craig is a, a man crush on Cam Ward, the quarterback at Washington State, and so does post most everybody else with Washington State. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going for something a little bit different here. I mean, they, they're, the, the Oregon State uh, picks, I mean, make all the sense in the world, especially when you look at their lines. They'll have an advantage there. They're at home. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to pick Washington State, honestly, but uh, also that's probably why I'm in last place. But I am a believer in Cam Ward. I think that this will be uh, an exciting game, and, um, you know, it's – I think – you know, even if you look at the desert, the folks have this as what a field goal game, I yep. think maybe is what it is at this point. So uh, a lot of people expecting this to be close. And yeah, I mean, uh, Oregon State's a smart choice, I think. But I, I just at some point, the favorites don't win every game. You know what I mean? And so like that's just this is a game where I think it's going to be close enough. And it's uh, it's one of those where, you know, if you think if you're going to get a shootout and you're at home and Cam Ward's feeling it, I think that there's a great opportunity for an upset bid. So, yeah, that's that's why I went with uh, Washington State, just Cam Ward and playing in Pullman. Oregon State hasn't lost and DJ ukulele is playing well, right? I mean, he's playing well, too, which is pretty cool because of what where he came from and what they've done at quarterback. So there's that. Now. There's another school you never pick against, and I mentioned this. Ohio State is one of them, and I would rarely do this, but with Hartman at quarterback at Notre Dame, their explosiveness is much more uh, obvious, and they can get into a shootout if it becomes a shootout. All of us take Notre Dame. Craig is going with the Buckeyes, and again, I, I, you can't argue with that. It's kind of like me and Emory taking Alabama. Well, this, this is a weird thing because Notre Dame has the better and more established quarterback no, Ohio State has them at the skill positions, you know, oh, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. But Notre Dame has, and Notre Dame is relying on some true freshmen to to do that. I just think at home, Sam Hartman, super efficient quarterback. This game is going to be close. That's really been the difference when Notre Dame has played these games and close games lately. Is they really haven't had the better quarterback than most of the the, the teams that they play uh, in in any of them. So. Here you've got a, a situation where Notre Dame has the more established quarterback. Sam Hartman um, has been there and done that and won a lot of close big games. I think they get this done. My big matchup in this one is the Notre Dame offense against that front seven of Ohio State. How much better is Ohio State's defense? It's been their Achilles heel for the last couple of years since Ryan Day took over, really. And can you run right at them again? If you can, Audric Estime is going to have a big game and Notre Dame's going to win. All right. Uh, Mr. Guy, Allen, I'll say Notre Dame. Cougar tracks the Ohio State wins, and then randomly in the middle of all that, Jesus said SMU sucks. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, moving on. No, um, no. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be like 17 games back after this week based on I'm like going against everybody and almost script, everything. Yeah. Or I flipped the script. I don't know. Now I'm starting to feel nervous because I'm like the only one out on this island three different mm-hmm. times. But I, I'm not going to feel bad about picking Ohio State in the game. No. So, yeah, I, I feel like they can be disruptive. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, and the rest of that receiving core, but particularly him, um, they're, you know, they're big play guys. And in his case, just an absolute – uh, freak show of a, of a player and so yeah give me uh you know the lesser known at quarterback but at least a growing confidence there and the fact that they're you know who the quarterback is now as opposed to a couple weeks ago when he opened the season give me those studs at wide receiver give me that you know disruptive front seven uh you know hopefully making sam hartman's life a little bit chaotic and and yeah give me the buckeyes but uh man that that ought to be another great game and, and really way more interesting thanks to the fact that sam hartman is playing in this game for notre dame that really just the having the the quarterback that knows what they're doing back there and, and you know, a high-profile guy really spices this up a bit. And, yeah, not often that Ohio State's been in too many games here in recent years where they're not the favorite at quarterback. I mean, you think about that. How many how, how many times have they lined up over the last few years with the guy they've had, the guys they've had? Are they not the better team at quarterback? Yeah. I mean, few and far between, but yeah. that is the case this weekend. And, and that's, just, that's yeah. why – and I, I know the weapons of Ohio State – we get it, I, and, and I, you know, like Western, whoever they've played, that's one they haven't been tested, so who knows? Yeah, I, I, and look, Kyle McCord is probably going to be a fantastic quarterback. You know, it's just it's year one. For Isn't him. it weird that Ohio State and Alabama right now are unsure at quarterback? Not that they may not be unsure well, with McCord. At, at least Ohio State is sure who they want to be the quarterback, and he hasn't he hasn't done anything to where you'd even question why he would be the starter. Uh, and so it's a little bit different. It's just. He's he's green. He's he's new, and you know Jalen Milrow makes you you have to change the whole offense. Is where you know Kyle McCord. I, like I'm sure Devin Brown's going to be good too. Like Ryan Day is really good, and Brian Hartline are really good at finding quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. They're really good at that. Uh, they have not uh, of late done great Ryan Day at filling out the defensive side of the ball that Urban Meyer was really good at finding defensive linemen and linebackers and safeties and all that. That That's what has lacked the last couple of years, and that's why Michigan has beaten them because they're bigger and stronger up front and run the ball right at them. All right, so, so. there we are. We have four games in. Then we get to Kansas and Brigham and BYU. Thank you. That's 50 cents. 50 cents, right? BYU, I have to put a dollar in somebody's pocket every time I say the name because I, I guess that's old school, but BYU. And, and I flipped on this one a few times. I just, with, with Daniels and with what they're doing with Lance Leipold, the game's in Lawrence, Brigham Young. BYU, that's a dollar. BYU coming off that intense game against Missouri. Does it give them momentum? Or is there a little bit out of the tank? I, I think it's going to be a great football well, game. BYU I you play K- Arkansas. They didn't play Missouri. Arkansas. Yeah. They, uh, BYU. I'm taking KU. Yeah, I. I'm. I'm. Paul's sucked. wife told him to. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, no. I'm taking KU. Yeah. Oh, in ahead. football? No. no, she doesn't care. Uh, in football, I, I. I wish she did. I wish she could take some of that basketball passion and like five percent of it could go to to football. But um, no, she's still you know root for him. It's just not as important, and that's the case for most Kansas, uh, you know, students and and alums. But I, I'm going Jalen Daniels in this one. I think that. Um, you know, at home, uh, going to be a little bit too much. But you know, look, BYU showed a lot of guts on the road last week. I just think it's really hard to do that twice in a row. Nine, eight and a half, nine and a half point right now lead as far as the spread. It's kind of surprised me with KU, but that's how much respect they've gained with their quarterback, with what Leipold's done and what they've done the last year and a half. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we're beyond the, the lowly Kansas storyline at this point. I mean, they, they got out of that last year, and, and now they're on a different course than being the worst team in all of Division One college football as they were for a year's, a year's uh, run there um, not too long ago. But, uh, you know, Jalen Daniels was part of the reason here. Um, also, I – you know, I think that BYU had a very, you know, nice win uh, in Fayetteville, but I don't think that it was some flawless victory that, you know, all of a sudden the offense is fixed uh, or, you know, that Slovis is necessarily going to go lead you to a game. LJ Martin's an incredibly fun young running back for them. I'm sure we'll see a lot of him. He's from El Paso, so a Texas connection there. Um, you know, Slovis is coming along, but I'm just not as much of a believer in their offense as I am in, in KU's. Um, I do think defensively BYU has gotten better and, you know, need to see more of Kansas in that regard. But, yeah, I just uh, – I, I trust that uh, Leipold and company with the great quarterback are going to be, you know, geared up for this one. I, I think it'll be a fantastic game. I really, it's going to be a, a – you know, I know there's a thought that the Big 12 could kind of all just be even. Like, everybody's sort of in the same vicinity. But I do think these games like this, at least early on, where there's going to be some separation created, when you have two teams that are pretty much in the same kind of spot – uh, it's going to be fun to see how, how that separation goes. Uh, this would obviously be a massive win for BYU, who's uh, got some, you know, a little momentum building here. Um, but, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with the quarterback. Even though Lance Leipold, you know, pissed off the entire BYU fan base by mentioning that they're older and more mature and all of that. He said their average age is 22. I think it's actually 21.7. In math terms, Semantics. you round it up. <laughs> it's not 22. It's 21.7, yeah. sir. Uh, but still... Yeah, I mean, there's... I do think that sometimes is a little bit of a lazy narrative when we hear about that because it's not as much as but, we think. But yeah, okay. Let's not make it a whole thing because no. it's already been a thing on Twitter all week. But I also think if you're just asking Lance, Lance Leipold's not checking out the Twitter convers. He's asking like, what stands out about BYU? Well, typically, and and that's where I think he was coming from. It wasn't, you know, I know it's a lazy narrative for that fan base every time they hear it. I don't think he was like that was the intention though. I think that's just what coaches see. They go, how do they? What are their strengths? Well. They're older and stronger, you know, and yeah. I think that's where he was coming from. But regardless of that, um, yeah, I, I'm taking the Jayhawks, and I think this will be a, a close game. If we didn't at- use Oregon, Colorado for one reason, somebody just asked, because I think everybody across the board, even with Colorado's hype and uh, and not hype, what they've done evidence, I think we would, we would try to not to tw- do across the board. Yeah, they're 20-point dogs. So, you know uh, – I wasn't gonna. Pay, I was gonna pick Oregon. Yeah. So Are you gonna pick Oregon? Yeah. Definitely. We're all gonna Oregon. pick Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. So. so yeah, we we wanted we wanted to have a little oh, bit. Oh God! More. They're gonna bring that up in the pregame. The yeah, key sure. on. No. Well, they're gonna bring it up in the postgame yeah. if you win. Yeah. But if they don't, then we're gonna hear about it. No. no let's no. let's not see how the game goes. All. Uh, all right. Let me ask you this: If you were a twenty-one point seven, is different than twenty-two. If you were laying on the street and I started kicking you. And I said, I'll give you the offer of 22 kicks or 21.7. Would you know the difference on the 0.7 kick? No, no because after about one or two, <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I'd be numb yeah. anyway. Retired stockbroker. How come Emery is not on the show if he's the one leading this thing? He is in the basement. He's, and that's where he will stay in the he, dungeon. He's not allowed out. He's taking like 36 hours this semester. He's in a dark closet done. like and, yeah. I mean, he he's wearing sunglasses. I know if you looked at Emory, you wouldn't say this is a guy who studies a lot, but he really is. No, so. He's a pretty sharp kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah he really no, he's, he's sharp. He's not here today, though. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. He's usually here every day, and he's not here today to do it. But, yeah, that's something hopefully if his schedule slows down, then we can uh, – get him involved because obviously he's off to a, a nice start here through three weeks for sure. So there we are with that. Those, those are our picks. Garrett, you, you took, uh, you took the Cougars. I did. No, I took, oh yeah, BYU. Yeah, I did the Cougars. Yeah. I All thought right. you were talking about Washington. So right now, Emory's up by two games over Paul, a game over both 
Again, another game over Garrett and I and Craig just a game back. Craig, you did make up ground because what was it? The first like the that first point? week I was like one and four. It, yeah. it was all every upset I went the other way. Like I had LSU versus Florida State. I, every every uh, what was it? The um, what was the crazy? Uh, was it Colorado? Duke, TCU? Uh, I think was the Duke, Duke game Clemson. got that oh, wrong. Yeah. Hey, Clemson, yeah. and it was that whole week where all the upsets happened, and I went the the opposite way on every one of them. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.